You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. Welcome back. My name is LaToya. I want to thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. Today, I want to simply remind you that the word of God will stand. His word will not fall to the ground. So whatever God has spoken over you, whatever God has put into your heart, whatever God has said, you can believe that that will come to pass. His word will perform whatever he set out for it to perform. So let's jump right into Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. This verse is so powerful and it's a foundational verse for every believer. And it says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So when we truly understand the authority of God, when God speaks, when he speaks a word, it says from my mouth, it shall not return to me void. So God's word has to produce. It has to go forth and do all that he set out for it to do. And what I love about this verse, it lets us know that God speaks very intentionally. And it says, but it shall accomplish all what I please. So God doesn't just speak just to speak. He has something in his heart that he wants to accomplish. And then this verse says, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Again, God speaks very strategically and everything that he speaks will prosper. And so you have to think back over your life. You have to think back about what God has spoken over you and understand that no matter what, that word is not going to fall to the ground. It is going to prosper in every area that God has set out for it to prosper. I love Psalm chapter 138 and verse two says, I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth for you have magnified your word above all your name. So we see how heavy, how weighty God's word is to him. And so we have to remind ourselves and remember the word of God, because it says that God honors, he magnifies his word above his name. Glory be unto God. One of my favorite passages that refers to the word of God coming to pass is the story of Zacharias. It's the story in Luke. I'm sure I've talked about it before on this podcast, but it is so powerful to me because in all the things that we go through and all of our mistakes and all of our weaknesses and all the areas where we fail, God still somehow performs his word and his word still prospers and it still goes forth. So let's look at Luke chapter one verse six, and it's talking about Zecharias and his wife. And it says, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless, but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and they were both well advanced in years. And so of course we go through this story where Gabriel shows up and he tells Zacharias in verse 13, it says, but the angel said to him, do not be afraid Zacharias for your prayer is heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name John. Now, even though an angel spoke this word, this was the word of the Lord. God speaks through angels. God speaks through his people, his prophets, God speaks a word. And so we see that Zacharias has an angelic encounter where Gabriel shows up and speaks a word to him. He even tells him in verse 14, and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. 
for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Glory be unto God. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will return and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Why am I reading this whole verse again? Because everything that God spoke, do you know that John the Baptist fulfilled every last one of these words? He went exactly forth and he did the spirit uh, and the power says of Elijah and to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. All of this, all of these things were things that John the Baptist did and accomplished throughout his life. And he was filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And so when God released this word in very specific detail, the word of the Lord came to pass over John the Baptist's life. And so you have to figure out, you have to pray and see what has God spoken over you even before you were born. And so we see this in the case of John the Baptist. I love verse 18 because this shows the heart of Zacharias, his father, who was a priest. He had been, um, you know, just with the Lord. He was a priest. So he had some levels of ministry and he was not a baby uh, in Christ. He was not a baby when it came to spiritual things. And it says, and Zacharias said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. I thought that this was very uh, a very interesting response because Gabriel responds and his response has to do with his authority. And so what he tells Zacharias, he, he reminds him, he enlightens him. He lets him know, hey, I'm not just anybody. I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. That speaks to his level of authority and power. And he said, and I was sent to speak to you. Remember, we talked about God is strategic. God has assignments. God has things that he wants to accomplish. And so God sends Gabriel to accomplish, to send forth his word. And then verse 20 says, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my word, which will be fulfilled in their own time. Now, this is so beautiful to me because Zacharias, he had unbelief, right? And I always thought about this passage because Mary asked the same question. She said, how can this be? But God sees our hearts. He sees the things that we do not say. And so Zacharias said, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. What he probably could have said was, hey, I don't believe you. My wife is too old. There's no way that this could happen. But he seasoned it up. He kind of made it sound real nice and real pretty. Uh, we can do that sometimes just being churched and we just want things to sound good. But God knew what was in his heart. And that's why Gabriel rebuked him so strong. He said, but behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place. If you study Mary, she had a completely different response. She also said, how can these things be? And the response was to her was, blessed be you, 
Um, and so she received blessings and she said, how can this things be? Nevertheless, may it be as you say. And so she came into agreement with the word of God and she was blessed for that. Now, why are we looking at this passage with Zacharias? Because even though he was muted, he was unable to speak. I don't know how long that could have been. Obviously, it had to be at least nine months, right? Because we know that Elizabeth had to get pregnant and she, of course, bared forth John the Baptist. So, you know, easily Zacharias would have been mute for about nine months um, in response to his unbelief. But God did not change his word. God did not go back on his word. So if we look at our life, even in areas of disobedience and areas of unbelief, God still often chooses to have mercy. He still will fulfill his word because he has a plan. He has something that he wanted to accomplish and not even Zacharias could stop what God wanted to do. And so I bless God for his faithfulness because the Bible says, even when we are faithless, God remains faithful. Glory be unto God. That'll make you just want to praise him because he does not operate based on how we operate. He is still faithful. He has to be true to himself, no matter how we act or no matter how we respond. Verse 21. um, Again, we're in Luke chapter one, verse 21. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. Right. And so then we see it says that, of course, Elizabeth goes and then she encounters Mary. And so many things happen in the process. Now, if we jump to Luke chapter one, verse 57, it says, now Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered and she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child and they would have called him by the name of his father, Zacharias, right? That was the custom. His mother answered and said, no, he shall be called John. Sometimes God can get right in there and break up all the tradition and change things up and shift things quite a bit. So they didn't know what to do with that. They were so used to uh, their tradition. And verse 61, but they said to her, there is no one among your relatives who is called by this name. So this is very important in the culture. Verse 62, so they made signs to his father. What would he have him called? And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote saying, his name is John. So they all marveled. Immediately his mouth was open and his tongue loosed and he spoke praising God. Now there is something that happens when you shift to a place of faith. All of a sudden things will break through in your life like never before. And we see that with Zacharias, it says immediately his mouth was open and his tongue loosed and he spoke praising God. This is why unbelief is so important to deal with. You have to allow the Lord to get unbelief out of your heart so that you can walk into the fullness of what God has for you. And I thank God because in this passage, 
everything still went forth in the same exact amount of time. God still performed his word. He did not wait on Zacharias. He simply said, you'll be muted in the process. I believe that part of why Zacharias was muted is because he had so much authority in the spiritual realm. And even though he wasn't operating in that level of authority, I believe that God had to close his mouth so that he would not speak against what God was doing. And so he took that time and he declared and he wrote on a piece of paper, his name is John. And so at some point we have to come into agreement with what God has spoken. We have to allow our hearts and our minds to say, yes, God, I receive your word. I know that your word will not fall to the ground. It will accomplish everything that you set out for it to accomplish. And so the word of God came to pass and every I was dotted. Every T was crossed because that's what happens when God speaks a word. So I want to just encourage you and remind you to continue praying. Do not forget what God has spoken. Hold on to it. No matter how long it's been, hold on to the word of God. And if you need any encouragement, definitely read this chapter. And Luke is very powerful. It's very good. I also have a book called Before the Promise. And there's a whole chapter that talks about unbelief. It also talks about how to hold on in the midst of God's timing. And so that book is called Before the Promise. It's available on Amazon. It's by Latoya Bryant. You should see it pull right up. I want to say a prayer with you today. Father, I thank you for each and every person listening. I thank you, God, that you are not a man that you should lie. I thank you that your word will accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish and your word will not fall to the ground. And so, Father, I thank you right now. I pray that you release the gift of faith that we will trust you no matter how how things look, God, that we will hold on to you because we understand your character. We understand your nature. We understand your heart. We understand who you are. And so God, we don't have to question your character because you honor your word above your name and whatever your word has been declared, whatever you have spoken and declared, God, it will surely come to pass and we can rest in that and we can have faith in that and we can trust in you. We can trust in your word. And so God, we love you. We honor you. Thank you for everything that you have spoken. Thank you, oh God, that you do not sleep nor slumber. Thank you, God, that even what some would consider as slack, um, Lord, you are still faithful to fulfill your word and to fulfill your promise, God. And so we love you. We honor you. God, I pray that you would strengthen every person that needs encouragement on today. God, remove all the walls of doubt off of their heart and off of their mind and cause them, oh God, to come into full agreement with your word so that they can receive the joy and the blessings that come from obedience. So we love you and we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus name. I want to thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at prayer is breathing. You can also find us on Facebook at prayer is breathing. If you need any Christian apparel, be sure to visit www.awakechristianclothing.com. God bless you. Be sure to tune back in next week.